0: and 35-year radio veteran, book publisher, and vehicular village idiot, Mark Catfish-Groves. Let's rev up the conversation. Time for Driven Radio Show.
1: Hey, car fiends and gearheads. Oh my God, it's been three weeks. Wow. We, I still remember how to do this sort You're still of. there. <laughs> Welcome to Driven Radio, your weekly automotive happy hour. I am Brett Hatfield here with our engineer and co-host, Mr. Mark Groves. Yo! And our returning guest, repeat offender, Mr. Ped Watt of Watt Design Photography. Good morning. How are you guys? Oh, just fantastic. We are coming to you from Driven Radio Studios in beautiful, mm. steamy mm. Overland Park, Kansas. That is, uh, that, that's, that's the setting for s'mores out there. Why did we come <laughs> back from California? Remind me one more time. Because gas is 650.
2: Yeah, but the weather was sixty five degrees. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it it was. It was quite pretty. <laughs> We're gonna get into every bit of that. You can find us online at drivenradio show dot com and read the driven dot com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show, and listen anywhere find podcasts or heard. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a positive review on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to tell your gearhead friends if there's something you would like to hear more of or someone you think we should interview, or if you have an interesting story, tell us. Please send your emails to brett at readthedriven.com or drivenradioshow.com. We haven't had a show since August 6th because of Monterey Car Week. Yeah. Uh, my my lovely bride and I heard rumors of rental car shortages in California and also rumors of possible $2,000 a week rental cars not not a rumor not a rumor yeah i know not a rumor so rather than shell that out we uh maybe not so brightly decided to (laughs) drive to monterey we took my pickup uh world's biggest trunk
0: yeah and,
1: and filled the sucker and it took three days there We did all of car, all we could at car week and then three days home. I haven't been in the studio in three weeks. This is the first time I've turned the lights on here since August, (laughs) since the last show. So before I start and get into all of the car week stuff, what have you done
0: in the last three weeks? I'm hoping you just rode your bike everywhere. You know, pretty much. Uh, I had a wonderful trip down to, uh, I finally got on 169 Mm -hmm. and shot straight down to Payola. There you go. uh, And, and, um, you know, I've, Like I said, I've been taking it kind of slow, getting used to riding this bike because I never owned one until last November. And uh, highway speeds, not a problem now. I I actually enjoy them. I find myself pretty much driving at 65 almost anywhere. Have you lost that (laughs) stutter
1: at four grand yet?
0: No. As a matter of fact, that was my next thing about uh, also in the past three weeks. I got hold of Chip Ashby, our our buddy over at Kansas City uh, Automotive Museum, and there's some news from them. Yeah, but he's also a bike fiend. He is. And uh, he has graciously said, yeah, I'll do it. And we're going to meet up on September, middle of September down in uh, Kansas City, West Bottoms. There's gonna place. De- de- going to
1: varnish your carb?
0: Yeah, pretty much. He's going to unglue uh, my carb. And I, I've already ordered the uh, rebuild kit. Oh, good, and he's going to show me how, too, along the way. Oh, cool. So we'll spend some time. There's apparently a place uh, kind of like a pay-to-be-a-member uh, garage down in the West Bottoms. Mm -hmm. and we'll get in there and if by chance you guys need space i know a guy with a warehouse we may talk to him (laughs) uh
1: you, you, you are more than welcome to come on down and i will bring all the tools that i can i appreciate it i can muster and uh you guys can have a place to work and hang out it's well lit it's private it's Underground, underground, and uh, you can get away from everybody. And you know, I'll be happy to stand there and annoy you. (laughs) So
2: I would use the garage in in West Bottoms instead because there's no Brett.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, oh.
1: Ped what? <laughs> and I and, and I spent so much time saying nice things about it. It's about, about to be
0: Ped where? There, uh-huh. be hey, die. let me back in.
2: <laughs> there'll be Diet Pepsi next time, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: some bitch.
0: <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, the uh, the trip down was wonderful. And there's this little restaurant, by the way, the Paola Eatery Yes. in Paola. Yes. Uh, I went down there just for a cup of coffee Sunday morning, right? Yeah, I and... saw the pictures, and it made oh, me hungry. Oh, my God. Uh, they just started up their Sunday buffet, and I picked a hell of a time to go on a diet. Yeah, it's, a, that it's a
1: tough, it's a freaking, tough place to be for men of larger carriage who are trained not to be.
0: Well, you know what? It starts with waffles and pancakes, and then it goes into the sausages now, and bacon and now? two or three types of sausage. <laughs> and then there's the scrambled eggs, and then there's the lasagna and the fried chicken and the pork fritters and the blah. And I'm just like, sweet mother of God, you <laughs> hateful bastards. Yeah, screw I think this, I love you. Screw this show. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it was a uh, wonderful. I had my cup of coffee. Service is great. So I highly recommend it. Uh, awesome. I'm ready to
1: go. Uh, we were going to grill Mr. Corey, but uh, he was otherwise engaged yeah, this evening. Yeah, he was evening. unable to make it tonight. We will have to quiz him next time. See. The drive to Monterey is 2,000 miles one way. Oof. So it's three days. You do one long well, day. Well, if and... they
0: went across the USA in 72 hours. Yeah. And...
1: <laughs> 25 no, and no, a half. No. It, it, across and back. <laughs> Remember, uh, Chris and... and oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: they went through that.
1: They went across and back, Chris and Marked. did. But uh, that's not quite how I travel. I'm traveling with my wife. Smart man. We're more for comfort and less for speed, uh, despite the fact that I had the cruise on that, that poor F-150 set at 95 for a couple hours one oh, day. Oh, nice. Well... Uh,
0: gotta uh, love you know, You know,
1: after a while, I'm just tired of staring at asphalt and I want to cover some ground. Uh, We drove to Monterey. It took three days. The first day was going to be Kansas City to Grand Junction, Colorado, except because of the forest fires and the haze, I-70 was closed west of Denver. What? Yeah. So we had to go the long, long way around to get to Grand Junction. We uh, stayed in Grand Junction, and then we drove Grand Junction to Vegas, And uh, the roads going across Utah on I-70 is like a roller coaster from a horror movie. It just never stopped. It just never stopped. It never stopped. stopped. uh, Thank God I don't get carsick, man. I would have barfed all over the dash. It was really bad. Uh, Las Vegas was cu- hotter than a cutting torch when we pulled into town. It was 113 <gasps> degrees. Oh, my God. Yeah, a little warm. Now, I will say this. Things I normally don't do that I was really grateful for. I like valets. Yeah. The valet was really nice. And they had real honest-to-God bellhops who came and unloaded all of our garbage and brought it up to the room. And, you know, you just slip him a bill. And, and off you go. Nice. Vegas has been hit so hard by COVID and that it isn't Vegas anymore. You know, used to be Vegas. Whatever you wanted to do, whatever time of night or day it was, you could go do it. We got there. We were really tired. We took a nap. We woke up. It was almost 10. All the restaurants were closed. Oh, my God. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. that, was, that was a crappy DoorDash experience.
0: Oh, you are not wrong.
1: No, no. That one sucked.
0: Uh, <laughs>
1: gas prices in California are no joke, and one of the places we stopped driving across the Mojave, there wasn't anything for about forty miles in either direction. Gas was six fifty a
0: gallon. Oh, lordy! I,
1: I couldn't believe it. I took a picture of it. I was so blown away. Now for the complaining about the drive there, drive back. The California Central Coast is still one of the prettiest places on the it's planet. Beautiful. It was. Gorgeous and the highs ranged between low to mid 70s. Oh, the entire time we were there, oh, every oh. day you drove, we stayed about a half hour outside of Monterey. And every day when you drove in, there was something that looked like it was socked in by fog.
0: Oh, nice! Yeah,
1: it was calm, it was nice, it was cool, it was beautiful. Uh, we stayed at a rental house on the beach that was a lot better than the one that we stayed in in 2019. Mr. Watt will uh, attest to this.
2: <laughs> so, so much better.
1: Yeah. We had uh, 10 people in this house and it was a blast. We had uh, my wife and I, Ped and his wife, a uh, couple that were friend of Ped's and are now friends of ours, uh, Seth uh, Burgett from Gateway Bronco. Oh my God, his, Seth made it. Yay. His marketing guy and two guys from Legacy EV. Uh, and there will be a discussion about that in a little bit. <laughs> the ten of us stand in this house. Tim. Timmy. Uh, Timmy. Uh, Timmy. Living the lie. Uh, we're pretty sure that Dave and uh, Tammy thought Tim was invisible because he was there the whole week, but they didn't see him till Thursday. <laughs>
0: Right. Or Friday. Uh, Friday.
1: Friday. They didn't see him till Friday. It was
0: allegedly a Tim. Yeah, we kept talking
1: about this Tim and like, bullshit, he's never here. Uh, so he, they finally met Friday and Dave and Tammy are like, this guy exists. <laughs> <laughs> Which was interesting. Uh, Friday night, I cook steaks and mushrooms for 11 people. We got uh, David Morton, uh, the, mar- the head of marketing for awesome. Mecon, came out. Yeah, yeah. John Cramon and his wife Christine came out. Oh, wonderful. We all had a blast. It was great having those, uh, those three for dinner. And everybody had a lot of fun, and we all ate until we couldn't eat anymore. I did steaks and mushrooms. Tammy made fantastic roasted corn. There was Uh. so much food (laughs) and so much to drink, and we just had a blast. And I want to thank everybody for coming. Uh, Rob Ward and Jason Merck from Legacy EV, those guys came out and couldn't have been more generous or more gracious. I was thrilled to have them. Made new friends all the way around, and it was just a hell of a lot of fun. Now, also in car-related news. A week from this Thursday, we're recording on a Wednesday night, but everybody will hear it in the, over the weekend, I'm taking Vlad and Dad, and we're going to go see Rick Hunter over at Hot Rod Express, and we're going to talk about brakes and suspension and air ride and
0: all kinds of cool stuff. Good choice. Rick knows everything. Yes, he does. Rick yes, just, he does. He just he's knows He's really it.
1: familiar with this stuff. Also, while I was gone, Dad's 65 Silver Corvette Convertible showed up at the warehouse, so I had something new to tinker with when I got back. (laughs) And I'm going to be helping try to market a 1961 Porsche 356 Cabriolet Super 90 that's coming to the warehouse real quick. Oh, good lord. Uh, I've spent the last week, wrapping up Bonham's coverage, trying to get everything else, and trying to clean 4,500 miles worth of bugs and dead bird guts off the front of my truck. <laughs> oh.
0: and, and I'm not kidding about the dead
1: bird <laughs> guts. There was a a, a blood impact spot, and then oh, god. streaming ribbons of blood back around the front side of the bumper, <laughs> down the side of my truck.
0: Sparrow spin art. I yeah. don't.
1: I don't remember when I hit that sparrow or pigeon or what it was. Oh my god! But it certainly left an impact on me. <laughs>
0: Jonathan Livingston speed bump. Yeah. <laughs> Bless his heart. Bonk. What was that? Yep. Boom! <laughs> I, I
1: looked in the rearview mirror. All I saw was feathers. Oh, uh-huh. oh. This week ah. in the news, we have a pile of news from the last three weeks, so much so that I had to try and uh, pare it down. We could have filled three shows oh, yeah. with the news I had. Uh, the ones that I've got... Are the ones that I thought were the biggest stories. Mercedes cancels your V eight for next year. Lamborghini mm. revives the Countach name. The Corvette Z06 will be revealed before Halloween. Ooh. And Nissan's new Z car is headed to dealers next spring. We've got a lot of ground to cover, so let's get to it. Mercedes says, nah, you can't have a V eight next year. None for you. Not none. Uh, it's they're the V eight Nazis. <laughs> Maybe that's going a little too far with the German <laughs> manufacturer. A little too close to home. Yeah, <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll pull that back. Zen, the Nazis, here. Yeah. Mercedes, yeah.
1: Mercedes has suspended production and sales of the majority of its V8 models for the 2022 model year per an internal document distributed to dealers earlier this month. I will hand it to Mr. Watt over here. He found out about this from one of his contacts while we were in Monterey. Ooh. I heard it from him first. Nobody else. Down and dirty. <laughs> Tell you what, man, that's my inside guy. The document claims this pause will affect 17 model variants and will be retroactive to some of the 2022 model year cars wow. already ordered. In the document, Mercedes states that. The company prioritizes its focus to comply with various global, external, and internal requirements, then alludes to supply chain issues hitting the U.S. market particularly hard. You will allow me to take a sip because this is a long list.
0: Does anybody else get a kind of a 1974 vibe Coming out of some of this stuff? Boy, I'm telling you. The
1: decision will halt the sale of the following models the C63S AMG Coupe, C63S AMG Cabriolet, the GLC63S AMG Coupe, GL363 AMG, GLC63S AMG. E sixty three AMG E sixty three AMG wagon, the AMG basically if you want an AMG, <laughs> huh, uh, screw you
0: AMG AM not G no
1: the AMG GT sixty three the GT 63s the GLA five eighty four Matic the GLS five eighty four Matic the GLA sixty three AMG GLE sixty three AMG coupe, coupe's where you keep your chicken. Coupé. Coupé. Coupe, GLS 63 AMG, the Mercedes, Maybach GLS 600 4MATIC, the G550, and the G63 AMG. A Maybach that won't have an 8? Oh, wow. (sniffs) Nope, and the 12s are all gone now, too. Yeah,
2: so basically the only way to get a Mercedes V8 next year is the top-tier Maybach. That's it. There's two models that will survive through this. Wow. So if you're not spending $300,000 on a sedan.
1: Screw you. True.
2: So that's
0: how uh, much per piston? <laughs> 300 divided Probably by 80 eight is, eight is too dish. damn much.
1: Got it. Three hundred divided by 80 is going to go to bed. <laughs> the V8 <laughs> models represent a significant portion of all AMGs, Maybox, and G-Wagons produced. All big-ticket performance and luxury offerings that would leave major holes in the lineup at Mercedes-Benz dealerships during two, 2022. Aston Martin also uses 4-liter AM Mercedes-Benz V8s in its V8 Vantage, DBX and DB11 V8. However, a representative from the company said the stoppage will not have an effect on their offerings. We have all our shit.
0: They're getting it from Mitsubishi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we can do that. We'll just glue two together. You got it, Tiger. <laughs> so, so,
1: I got a torch. I can fix it.
2: So to throw some more crazy on this. G-Wagons, the, the allocations for 2021, <laughs> um, a lot of dealers are adding 100 to 150, 200,000 market adjustment yeah, to keep your allocation. Leftover
1: 2021s that are out there are going to go through the roof. This will probably also affect 20s, 19s, the last few years. All that stuff is going to go through the roof because people can't get new stuff. So if you got a Mercedes-AMG V8 the last few years, hang on to the sucker. You may be able to finance your children's college. Yeah,
2: Yeah, the GTSs and the GTRs are Already went up 15 20% in the last week and a half since then oh announcement. Oh my god, like they're it, skyrocketing.
1: You wouldn't know that if you weren't looking for one.
2: I, I, I'm i studying one, and literally <laughs> one listed a day for 103,000. That this January have been a $55,000 car. Oh my god, 40, 46,000 miles on a 2016 sports car,
0: and it listed for a buck 03
2: buck 03. Wow,
0: you know, I did the same thing. Look how long I waited to go get a fat, ugly Chrysler. And now, I mean, it might cost me like $15,000. $15,000, Ted. No. Uh No.
1: Not the ones you were
0: looking at, Jack. (laughs) That's for one with 3,000 miles on it, baby. Those are still in the bargain (laughs) pile. There's a... Sometimes it's good to be the bottom feeder. Yeah, there you go. From a road and track, 2002 Lamborghini Countach is an 800 horsepower Nostalgia Bomb on wheels. 2022, mister. Did I say 2012? You said 2002. Uh, It's got twos in it. Roll with me. I'm, he- I'm with you, baby. <laughs> After 31 years, Lamborghini has revived the Countach name. They're back in production to celebrate the car's 50th anniversary. Holy cow. Uh, All-new Lamborghini Countach LPI 800-4 gets distinctive throwback looks coupled with an 802-horsepower hybrid V12.
1: Somebody we might know who's sitting right there was there when they re- pulled the cover off of it.
2: That's right. You had pictures on Facebook for the reveal. So I was standing there when they reveal it. It's kind of embarrassing that we're calling a 33 horsepower electric motor qualifying in a supercar to make it hybrid. Yeah, that that that's embarrassing. That's
1: that's very uh, that's very. (laughs) What does that
0: run the headlight? You know, covers to come up and down.
2: I I don't. I I maybe makes it go two miles an hour for the.
1: I I got a heater that will blow an 85
0: mile per hour wind on you. (laughs) It probably runs the uh,
1: the the. Cooled seats yeah. or something like that. You know?
0: <laughs> we got a refrigerator in the back; it just uh-huh. keeps it pumped. Uh The car's body lines, taillights, and familiar powertrain suggest it's based on the limited production Cion. Yes. Oh, damn! Nailed it. Itself based on the company's flagship Aventador supercar. Now, like the Cion, this new Countach uses a 6.5 liter V12 paired to a 48 volt electric motor <laughs> mounted to the seven speed single clutch gearbox and powered by a super capacitor system which gives it three times more power versus a lithium-ion battery. Could you have
1: way. a more complicated description of what's going on there?
0: Yeah, it's, it's a big and cool engine with some... Yeah, with, with a 9-volt and a yeah, little... With yeah. an old refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Uh, though the Countach's Aventador underpinnings are clear, uh, designers molded the car in homage to the original. Gone are all the extra angles and pointy wedge, edges uh, replaced by smoother, simpler lines that reflect the elegance of the 70s icon. Triple hex, uh, hexagon taillight setup. It's taken straight off the original car, graces the, side, the car's backside quad exhaust. Yes. Set up similar to the original kuntosh, And like those early Periscopio cars, uh, yes. there's no to uh, it's
1: It's really clean looking. It's very pretty.
0: Well, the LPI 800-4 you might want to pick up one. It'll only knock you back 2.64 mil. That's the problem. It looks like a cash grab.
2: <laughs> you
0: think? Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it's, it's,
2: it's a Ventador with a body kit.
0: If Ferrari could get a book for $6,000, by God, they can get a... Uh, oh, they got more than Celebrity, that. It's, it doesn't matter. 2.64 To
1: be
2: fair, though, when Ferrari did this, they they did that with the Monza. They took a ancient, a very respected, very legendary name, the Monza, and brought it back. And they they used the 812 Superfast and so put a new heavy. body and made it coachwork, work. And, and they cut the top off. And cut the top off like the original and made a masterpiece. It was derivative, but it was unique, original. It moved stuff forward. Nice. With this, they took an Aventador and a clay model and shaved here and there and kind of made it look like a Countach. Gave it a ridiculous price and... Uh, they, they've they lost the message. they lost their way with this car. Yeah, they made a lot of money, but they've insulted their the, clients. There
1: are rumors out there that it's already sold out, though.
2: It is, they uh, During the announcement, they did say it was all pre-sold before the announcement.
1: At 2.64 a copy. Correct. At
0: 2.64 a copy. Wow. Ola man. Are you kidding me? Well, you know, back in uh, 1981, I, drove, I test drove a Monza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't quite have that performance. Yeah, I had a bow tie my, on it. And my, I, yeah, and,
1: and I still like. Them. I think they're cool.
0: <laughs> this thing was a dog. Uh, but oh well. Well, Lumber, Lamborghini, we uh, you know wish you the best. Going to begin delivering cars in first quarter of twenty twenty two. Unfreaking believable. From road and track, the Acura
1: vice president says there will be a third generation NSX. Third gen. Yeah. Well, you know they did the first gen. And it was all the very analog, straightforward. And that's, that's the one I love, love, love. And then they did a second gen that came out a few years ago and it's, it's a hybrid. It's a, it's gas and electric. And, Well, let's just get into this. Acura announced at Monterey Car Week it would be winding down production of the second generation NSX, sending off the hybrid supercar with a special edition Type S variant limited to just 350 units worldwide. But according to Acura Vice President and Brand Officer Joe Akita, the NSX nameplate is far from dead. If you notice... We make an NSX when there's something that we want to say, Akita said in an interview during Monterey Car Week. The first gen was gas. The second gen was a hybrid. Uh, there's going to be another one. So you can kind of see what they're hinting at. with Hydrogen?
0: Diesel? Um, <laughs> Is it going to have a Cummins in it? <laughs> it's going to run off nine <laughs> volts. You're going to need a whole bunch of... You're going to have to take
1: all the batteries out of the smoke detectors in hope you in can your pedal. <laughs> This sort of statement suggests the third-generation NSX will be fully electric, though Akita didn't divulge any more information in the interview. Either way, confirmation of a third-generation NSX comes as a surprise. The second-gen model couldn't have been cheap to develop, it wasn't, and its lackluster sales numbers were surely no consolation. Acura moved just 128 units in all of 2020. We didn't go into it to make a lot of money, Akita said in a separate interview. Instead, he says the goal of the NSX was to be representative for the the Acura brand's vision for the future, acting as a flagship model to get people interested. And it did. It did. Um, I still like the Acura, uh, the NSX. I think it's a cool-looking car. I very much prefer the first-generation because it's completely analog. It doesn't even
0: have power steering. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, and it's... Only 270 horsepower in the earlier portion of the first generation. 290 after was it 1997? I think. Uh, yeah, sounds right. But the way it delivers the power and the way it performs is really exceptional and it's very pure. Yeah. And I think they lost some of that with the second generation. Of course, I'm, you know, I don't really know because I haven't driven a second generation. Nobody will toss me their keys for some reason. So,
2: <laughs> so um, I have drove a couple of second generations. I've drove stock. I'm told drove tuned uh the stocks aren't worth the price tag they're the stock ones are not worth the price tag they're um they're mundane for the price really? um Ooh. but do you, you see ecu tune and they play with hurricanes and they're a lot of fun oh cool um I'm, I'm particularly excited with the type s because they finish the face on the car it actually has a face it has dynamic it has a d- design narrative so it'll be really interesting to see what we got to see it at Meekum. yeah um, they sold the first one for a little over a million dollars. Yeah, they did. Wow. Uh I
1: I didn't get to see all of make 'em I wanted to do because I stumbled over my own feet and fell and put a big black bruise on my butt.
0: Oh.
2: Not good. Plan a. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: it's it's
1: about it's about like that and it's blacker than your T shirt. Oh, nice. Really bad.
2: For those that couldn't see, that was about the size of a softball.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a big black bruise and it's very unattractive, oh. and uh, my wife just points and laughs. <laughs> so there you go.
0: Ah, uh, <laughs> more.
1: At yeah. least she doesn't poke. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because I squeal like a little girl. <laughs> From Roden Track, the C8 Corvette Z06 will be revealed on October's twenty sixth. Hot damn! I'm so very excited for this. I still can't get the first you know the uh, stingray version c8 but uh, i'll find a way you know this green kid's gonna be sold into indentured servitude i got no problem. Uh, you know
0: it worked for our ancestors
1: chevrolet announced today it plans to reveal the c8 corvette z06 on october 26 2021 the news comes just days after test mules for the z06 were spotted prowling around the Nurburgring, ring and at le mans prior to this year's 24-hour race the company released a short teaser video alongside the announcement showing off a camouflage Z06 test mule driving on European roads.
0: It's flat, plain, crank V eight howling. It looks like Lady Gaga's underwear. Mm-hmm. It's wow, but even, you know, with the uh with the camouflage on it.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, that's complicated, but maybe something you'd like to spend time figuring out. The car (laughs) is expected to use a a 5.5 liter naturally aspirated V8 that can rev to 9,000 RPM. Oh, my God. Capable of producing 617 horsepower naturally aspirated no turbos no superchargers none of that stuff just a free breathing five and a half liter v8 hot damn cranking out north of 600 horse big lungs big lungs oh oh, baby (laughs) it should be attached to a beefier version of the tremec eight-speed dual clutch found in the standard c8 and send exhaust gases through a new four pipe center exit exhaust system Expect the Z06 to come packing more tire, brake, and arrow. This is all stuff we've talked about before, but it's going to have to have it. As is tradition with the track-ready variant, things like magnetic ride control and carbon fiber wheels should also be available. Seen as how Chevy benchmarked the car against vehicles like the Ferrari 458 Italia and the Porsche 911 GT2 RS, this should be one highly capable machine. Pricing has yet to be revealed, but if we're going by how Chevy priced previous versions of the Z06, this new one should start somewhere around eighty-five grand, a massive value for the money considering the expected performance. Name me one other mid-engine car with that kind of outfit, output you can get for under six figures.
2: Well, if you had asked me that a week and a half ago, I would say to AMG GTS. but (laughs) None for you. Not now. Not now. Um, And I did say mid-engine. Well, the GTS is driver-forward (laughs) mid-engine.
1: That's a technical.
2: It's mid-engine. You're
1: splitting hairs. I
2: am. Same argument for the Viper, but once again, good luck getting a really good Viper for under. Yeah, well, hmm.
1: same same argument for the old uh, Bill Thomas Cheetah, but it's not anything I'd want to drive for any length of time. Well, let's be
2: honest, though. Find me a Z0 6 a year from now for under a hundred thousand dollars. No, you're not going to. No. It's not uh, under a hundred thousand. No, that's why I'm gonna car. have
1: to sell both those grandkids and not just one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mar- Marissa, if you're if you're listening, Daddy's just kidding. Yeah, mostly
2: probably <laughs> not really. <We'll> see. <laughs> he was on the phone with a guy in Africa when I got here. <laughs> oh my
1: god! It was South Africa. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, from uh, Haggerty, the Nissan Z is here packing 400-horsepower rear-wheel drive and a six-speed stick. Hey, a manual. Cool. A hot dog. Nissan Nissan has unveiled the seventh generation of the legendary Z car some 52 years after the Datsun 240Z bowed. Now the new car features a host of exciting upgrades. Maintains many of the visual cues that made those early Z cars so special. Car heads to market in the spring of 2022. It's a nice little scoop. It is. It's uh, smoothed out lines from the Z and a little square, you know, square front end, but still looks so good. It is naturally aspirated. It has a six-speed manual, and
1: it looks like a great basic sports car without tons of crap. It doesn't need. Yeah. It doesn't have huge arrow. It doesn't have. It's it's just pure like a Z car should be. Yeah,
0: and I I really like the pictures I've seen so far. I was kind of surprised at the rear drive. It's front engine rear drive coupe, but uh, the three three liter twin turbo V six produces four hundred horsepower at sixty four hundred RPM. Okay, I take back what I said about being naturally aspirated. It's <laughs> it's a twin turbo, but still,
1: if you look at it, it doesn't. It it just. It looks like a great,
0: pure car. Yeah, uh, and clean. Yes. 350 uh, pound-foot uh, uh, pound foot of torque from 1,600 to 56 RPM. It's got the six-speed manual transmission, high-performance clutch. Automatic rev matching is going to be standard also. If you need an automatic, there's a nine-speed slush box available with paddle shifters and launch control. Sissy. And what's kind of wild, I, I, I don't get how this works, a carbon fiber, fiber drive shaft cuz if you're getting down on it and putting some hard torque, carbon fiber actually stronger and I'm I'm ignorant. So I I if, didn't know. If it can
1: take the 400 horse, that's cool. I'm hoping it's for weight saving and it and it works well. Man, you would think long term that would be kind of hard on it.
0: I think what about you, pet?
2: Lots of high-end cars use carbon fiber drive shafts. So, um, no, I think it's perfectly fine as long as it's as long as they lay out the carbon right.
0: Got it. Cool. Because I've seen a, a drive shaft burst mm-hmm. before. It was on a 4x4 trying to burn all four at the same time. And it's not pretty. I can't imagine what this would look like. I, I, already, <laughs> I already broke a drive shaft on Ronda's GTO. Don't! <laughs> There's a story somewhere. We'll I, talk. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. Two trim <laughs> levels for the new Z car: performance or sport. Also, a double wishbone setup in the front, multi-link arrangement in the rear, hollow stabilizer bars front and rear to help mitigate body roll. Going to need it because you're going to want to go at corners hell for fury. Uh, standard Zs get 18 by nine inch uh, aluminum wheels wrapped in 245 45 Yokohama Sport tires. Now, the performance one will have raised super uh, lightweight forged aluminum alloy wheels measuring 19 by 9.5 in the front, 19 by 10 in the rear, uh, wrapped in Bridgestone Potenza high-performance tires measuring 255 40 in the front, 275.35 in the rear. How to drive look. one of these suckers? Oh,
2: hell yeah. Uh, I'm actually excited. Like, the, this is the first car, like, I'm truly excited about. In yeah. This, so.
0: Well, I'm excited about the
1: Corvette, but that. Goes without saying. <laughs>
2: yeah, the Corvette's cool, but like I'm excited to see this is The Corvette's been coming for so
1: long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. And you get a lot of cool stuff in these. Oh, you yeah. know, they, they get great seats. And if you get the performance package, you get better seats and uh, car, Apple CarPlay and Android and all that
0: stuff. But
1: really, I just want to drive the car for the car.
0: Mm hmm. And It might be affordable too. No word on pricing details yet, but given that the uh, Nissan Z goes on sale the spring of 2022 as a 2023 model, won't have to wait long. Base price around forty thousand dollars is not not too I, much I bet to expect. With a
1: performance pack and loaded up, you could probably get her around fifty or a little over. Yeah,
0: which yeah. ain't bad in a world where you know loaded up
1: half ton pickups go for eighty grand. <laughs> for the love done. for the love of god <laughs> in just a minute after we get done refreshing all of our drinks we will unpack all the cool stuff that went down during this year's monterey car week all the people we got to hang out with stuff we got to do and of course the cars yes with mr ped watt who it it seems like you and i just travel all over the country doing this crap now man
2: Starting to become life.
1: Yep. Right. <laughs> All this and much more is coming up next here on Driven Radio. Welcome back to Driven Radio, coming to you from Driven Radio World Headquarters in Overland Park, Kansas. Our special guest this week is the brilliant photographer and friend of the show, as well as one of my best friends, Mr. Pat Watt. And I don't say that lightly. Pet is, it, I, we met, what, like four years ago, five years ago? About and, four. Yeah. And we have just had so damn much fun since. It's incredible. Pat is fresh back from Monterey Car Week, and he's here to talk to us about all the cool stuff we both got to do. Welcome back to Driven Radio, brother. Oh, it's good to be here. Uh, so we all got in Monday afternoon. We got keys, went to the grocery store, set up shop, did all that crap. Tuesday morning, way early. You split for Concord on the Avenue. I've been a bunch of times, so I slept in. That was really nice. It was I <laughs> slept ten freaking hours. I haven't done that in forever. Nice. So you got hundreds of picks, lots of cool stuff. What was the best thing? At uh at uh, Concord on the avenue in Carmel what was the worst thing and was this as packed <laughs> as 2019 when we were there
2: so the best thing uh, as you mentioned I, I left the house at 5 got there at 7 got parking parked behind a gun the Gunther work 911 oh my he, god
1: he said he left at 5 got, got there, there at, at seven. 7 we were staying a half hour away
2: I, yeah it, um so they didn't really run the shuttles this year so we left Parking and driving was.
1: (laughs) It was. felt like
2: LA. It really felt like LA, okay? And (laughs) I'm trying to purge that from my memory because it was. I parked behind a 9 11 Gunther work.
1: Hey, that made it work. when When we go next year, we're going as civilians, not as press. And it'll be. Everything will be easier. I will
2: still leave for a concourse in the avenue I at five o'clock, I have breakfast ready. at my, my rise and whatever deli, and then walk and have all the cars lined up before they go into the show field and enjoy that moment where all the owners are saying their cars and they're driving up. Like that's how you do concours on the avenue. And then about nine o'clock you go home and you go sleep because yeah. there are a bajillion and people are in California are this is tires, everybody else on the planet of being in their house. The crowd Made 2019 look like it was an empty park. Really, by by about 10:30, like there was no use of having a camera because you couldn't. Like there was no angle that you could get a headlight shot. There were so many humans (laughs) underfoot. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) And what was amazing because you know uh, it was California. um, Either you had to show your vaccine card or wear a mask. And it was amazing to see how many people in California actually didn't have their vaccine card. So uh, <laughs> moving on. So my favorite thing there were, there were two, fa- well three favorites. Um, I met a guy with a twenty one VW bus, concourse restoration, twenty one window, twenty one window, uh, concourse level restoration. You don't concourse VW buses, but it yeah. could be. Yeah, but um,
1: some of those guys like on uh, the Samba, they get weird.
2: Yeah, and he's he's also do- in the middle of a twenty three window. Wow! So that guy was really cool. Got have a really cool chat with him. Um, further back in the line, and I'm going to completely mess this up, was an Alt- Automobile Amas Futurista, which is a resto-modded uh, uh Delta Integrale Oh,
0: Oh, oh
1: yeah, Evo yeah, yeah, one. yeah,
2: yeah. Full carbon body um, conversion,
1: widen, backdoor delete. There was no more... St- there was no more steel or aluminum on the entire car. It was all carbon b- fiber.
2: Absolutely beautiful matte gray paint interior modernized. This the absolute perfect evolution Weighed 12 of that pounds. car.
0: Did it still like a look like a VW Scirocco? Mm. Or by the time they I, were I, I know where it?
2: you're parked. Do you really want your tires <laughs> to disappear?
0: <laughs>
1: you son of a bitch!
2: Uh, you're
1: poking at his dream car. Yeah, th- this
2: this would be something I, I would definitely buy um, and then there was also uh, something you don't see on the Concord on the avenue there was a uh, Delahaye pull in yes and it pulls in you're like that's got to be that's got to be a replica. and then you talk to the guy and it's original it's
1: restored <laughs> is it the Delahaye we know
2: no, it's not the Delahaye we know. It's, okay. it's a gray one instead of the r- red and white one that was on at, on the uh, show field at Pebble. Okay. Mm. Um, so those were like my three like oh my God moments, which it's car week. So oh my God moments are pretty significant. Um, the worst thing, the most hideous thing, probably the most photographed car.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I know what you're talking Uh-oh. about.
2: Of the week. <laughs> and, uh, and I said of the week because it was on Concord and the Avenue. It was at the Quail. It was Everywhere you had the misfortune of looking.
1: <laughs> and this has been in more articles and more write ups and more stuff online and it's god awful. And unfortunately it is a it was a C five kind of,
2: but now it's mid engine. It's got dual LT4 engines going into a single transmission. And when they pulled it it's up, about this
1: much wider on each side, a couple feet easy.
2: Yeah. And when it pulled up into the line, so you pull up, because we're in California, we can't idle because of exhaust, so they have them kill it. And it spent two hours, two hours in the middle of the line going into the show, trying to figure out how to make it start again.
0: Oh, Oh, (laughs) poop. When when you're at the concourse on
2: the avenue, you're causing a traffic jam.
0: People oh. are
2: super friendly, let me tell you.
0: Uh-huh. I'll, I'll, bet, I'll bet. It was a sunshine and rainbows kind of time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, <laughs> the,
2: the people coordinating the entry into the Concord and the Avenue, they have a schedule because that road oh opens at a certain time, period. And anything that's still sitting on that road at that time gets towed. Gets towed. No ends, ifs, buts, questions, wins, how much it worth, or who manufactured it. If it's sitting there, it's going on a tow truck.
1: I'm guessing this thing was so wide they couldn't tow it.
2: Oh, well, luckily they got it started, but they did grab a really beautiful Maserai. I don't remember the model. It was the same uh, error as the Integrales, though. Yeah. And they, they grabbed it and towed it because it was parked in the wrong spot. Oh, lordy. And mm. then they towed probably, I'm going to guess they probably towed another 100, 150 cars for parking violations that day. Everywhere, <laughs> everywhere you looked, there was a tow truck.
1: Yeah, and those tow trucks were happy.
2: Yep. Oh,
0: are you kidding? Yeah. yeah. Windfall. Make a buck.
2: Um, the other really cool thing is Acura um, had their um, American Le Mans-style hypercar uh, setting in their booth. So that was mm. really, really cool. Yes. Um,
1: just that technology and getting that close to it. So Wednesday was the first preview day at Bombs. And I went and did that and just... It ate my day. I was there the whole stinking day. And you and David went where?
2: So uh, me and David and our wives went to a little car show, okay. which is my, arguably my favorite of the free car shows. Because if you want weird, you want odd, you want the stuff that you don't want your brother to find out that you own and drive, <laughs> it's the type of stuff at the little car show. we well, are t- talking. All-
1: little cars
2: yeah we're talking turners we're talking i we're talking oh, Crosleys. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. mr smith type stuff it opens and, the and,
0: front opens the rear yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah
2: and and to take it a level further we're in car week so you're not like you don't see turners you've seen them at the little car show you you don't get your normal crosley's you get your one of ones why in the hell did they make this weird prototype <laughs> so you get a lot of really Really weird, really cool, really odd European stuff. And some American, but generally European. Do, um, I, do
0: I smell a new uh, coloring book coming out? Uh, there is, There will be a new coloring book, uh, hopefully for Christmas this year. Based um, on small cars and no, it, all these fun little things?
2: Uh, the new coloring book will be focused around uh, my motorsports work. Ah, oh, okay. Gotcha, you. Um, gotcha, gotcha. So the other things I did um, Wednesday before I met up with David is I went over to uh, – you were gooding and drooled. And I mean, literally drooled, and security guard might have yelled at me. Um, they had a Mercedes CLK GTR not on its top.
1: <laughs> so, years ago, uh, about the time they introduced the CLK GTR, they had two Lamas variant, two Lamas variants that ran at Le Mans. Uh-huh. And it's it's not on the Molsian Strait, but there is a. Where's the hill? Le Mans. So uh,
2: I the one I think you're talking about. So when they the when they ran Nurburg and flipped was Nurburg. It, it okay. was Nurburg Th-
1: that oh. I'm mistaken. I thought it was Le Mans. Yeah, uh, CLK GTR going down a straight. There's a subtle hill at Nürburgring. Ring. They come over the top of the subtle hill and just keep going up. Whole car comes <gasps> off. Oh, yes. flips in for end a couple times. Winds oh, up in the trees. And so they pull their other CLK GTRs off the track, and then they're running one the next day, and that sucker decides to get airborne, too. Oh, God. They're having a, having a little problem with their downforce. Yeah,
2: very, very good aero study. Um, but they also had the Allen Mann aluminum, the, one of the two 66 GT40s. Yes. Um, that thing was absolutely gorgeous. Unfortunately, it did not sell. Uh, so we'll get to see it again, because that gentleman brings it to, like, uh, Shelby Nationals and so forth. Very popular, very famous car.
1: Vern probably knows the guy. Um,
2: <laughs> probably. And then uh, they also they you know, have your triple uh, normal fare of F40s, Miras.
1: Yeah. Every big sale this year had an F40.
2: Yes. All of them. Yeah. Um, and then I also, after that, uh, after the little car show, I went to RM for a little while uh, before I went to McCall's. RM had um, Zonda R. A McLaren um, Speedtail, the most beautiful 911 on the planet, or black Enzo. <laughs> so this 911. Let me tell you about this 911. It's a G body, I think. Um, it was black, which doesn't make it pretty. But you know, in the early 90, mid to early nineties, a lot of guys would take their truck, and the top would be bl- like dark blue, and the bottom it would fade to light blue. Okay. Imagine you took a black blue car. And on all the body lines, you started with a light blue and then spread outwards. So you highlighted all the curves, all the features, all the design language of that car. That's what they did with this 911, and it was perfect. Nice. (laughs) Absolutely perfect. And then from there, my Wednesday ended with the, the... the rich, what I call the billionaires, kick off for um, Car Week's at
1: McCall's. Hey, and that was courtesy of <laughs> Seth.
2: Yeah, we got uh, Seth got me tickets. And me and Dave, we got to go hang out. I uh, got to see his absolutely beautiful electric Bronco, which um, oh. uh, he wouldn't let me test drive. Um, I, I can't imagine why. And,
1: and and tell why he wouldn't let you test drive that. <laughs> well,
2: well, apparently at nine hundred torque, you can uh, do a four wheel burnout, and he was afraid
1: I would. Tried to find out.
0: Well, hell yeah.
1: Yeah, well. <laughs> Hello. And we didn't even get a chance to play with it because he sold it the next stinking day. Oh, good
2: Lord. Yeah, he sold it that Friday. Good on, um, good on Seth yeah. and well Invisible
1: Tim. And then, um, you
2: know, there was your, your fair of, you know, Chiron's and so forth. There was a really cool Porsche service bus there. Gunther's was there. Um, McLaren Elva's vintage aircraft, all the things you would expect at a Jet Center event. Um, and, of course, there was the nasty, horribly built prototype Hennessy that they should have been embarrassed about. But apparently they thought they should bring it into public anyways.
1: Oh, well, we'll uh, we'll skip that part. One thing I will say for Ped and his companion David, uh, the only thing I asked them to get while they were there is I asked for a McCall's hat. And some sticky fingered individual managed to snake three of them out from behind somebody's stand, and they made their way home. My wife now has the rarest of all McCall's hats, the <laughs> ladies white with pink stitching that there were what a hundred of or something fewer than that it was yeah. It was something really low. anyway, they got me hats. Good on you boys. I appreciate that. Thursday morning, we got up. We somehow managed to get ourselves invited to this Zinger 21C uh, photo shoot, and it was just us. It was just us. Uh, They fed us. It was at a spectacular house over on Pebble Beach, and they gave us a couple of hours exclusive attention to shoot this car from every angle and every spot they accommodated everything we wanted to do. They treated Pet like we were really somebody, like he was really somebody special.
2: No, no, I am somebody special. Let's get this straight.
1: You're very special. I, I am a big deal. Yeah, they, you're huge in Southeast Asia.
0: Do you know who I am? Just ask me.
2: Yeah. I'll walk you through why you should be impressed. Just
1: ask. I'm good. Let, let me tell you why I'm a prince and you're just barely human.
0: I have an audio book that will walk you through it if it helps. <laughs> <laughs> 32 chapters was, on me. <laughs> well, enough about you. What about me? me?
1: <laughs> anyway, they, uh, they took a long time with us and really let us uh, shoot the car from every angle and then explain their technology and their engineering and their design and it was really unbelievable and they fed us. On top of it all, they fed us breakfast. So a really nice breakfast that we probably would have had to shell out a lot of money to get elsewhere <laughs> uh just to jens and kevin and david and all the guys at zinger thank you so much for taking the time it was an incredible morning and from there we went to bonhams and david and ped went nuts shooting every car on the field and they helped me get stuff done for the magazine again thank you gentlemen appreciate that And we wore ourselves out. It was a long day. (laughs) And we all three got to about 3 o'clock in the afternoon and said, this crap will still be here tomorrow. Let's leave.
0: Yeah, we (laughs) got to go. Yeah.
1: And I think that was, well, in between Wednesday night, we did dinner at Baja Cantina. So in between your last uh, thing on Wednesday and go out to my calls. We went to uh, Baja and had a good dinner. That was Tuesday night. Was that Tuesday night? That was Tuesday I night. I can't even keep crap straight. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, what the hell did we do Thursday night?
2: Um, um, I went to the Rob Report
1: dinner.
0: You and oh, my that's wife right.
2: went to the pier. Yeah. Yeah, Tequila. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: that's what we did. We, we went and ate uh, seafood over at London Bridge Pub, my favorite place, in Monterey. Just uh. fantastic little bar and ped went and did really cool stuff for- yeah,
2: so um uh once again gateway bronco invited me out to shoot the rob report party at kim Novak's um old house out um out south of carmel absolutely gorgeous perched on on the coast absolute I- idyllic uh location fun now, fun people unlimited alcohol now
1: how much how much <laughs>
2: Oh, so the house is currently listed for those curious at twelve point five. There's a good write-up in Rob Report if you want to see the interior. And how
1: many bedrooms for your twelve point five?
2: Well, the the main house, uh, the house that you would live in, is one bedroom, two baths. And then there's servant servants quarters. I think it's two bedroom, two bath. But the house, your house, is one bedroom. It's a very firm. I'm done with you. You're going <laughs> away type house. <laughs>
1: But got to hang out with the folks from Rob Report and shoot that Bronco, and pretty incredible stuff. Uh, Just phenomenal. Friday. I went and finished up at Bombs.
2: Yeah, you you, you went and did that boring crap. Um, The rest of the school kids... (laughs) No. <laughs> um yeah, I had to I, actually I, go
1: do my job job. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, so Friday was my first day out there as a tourist. Like the first day I wasn't working um for Brett as media. So we went to the Quail. Um for those that don't know, the Quail is a um best described as a millionaire's lifestyle party around cars. Um you name it, it's there. They did the Lamborghini release there, they did the new uh Bugatti Bowline American release there, they released um um, Lotus was there with the new Amira Lotus was there with the Avija. Uh Glickenhaus was there with the uh, Ball Hall uh, the list this goes on um, uh, Pagani did two customer deliveries there that's right
1: you got to run into Horatio Pagani again
2: yeah uh, I mean it's this it's one of those it's a stupid expensive ticket but it's the if you want to be standing there when they reveal a new car in the United States in the spring as a high end car it's going to happen there if you nice. want to have, I think there's five or six food tents all uh, managed by high-end chefs, all included. Uh, if you want to have the best oysters on the planet, you go to the Quell. If you want unlimited free champagne, you go to the Quell. Um, it's just really the most polished, limited crowd, 5,000 tickets versus Pebble, which probably was at 40,000 this year. Um, very polished, very open, and you get to run, run into people like Magnus Walker Kushman, uh, a couple. I mean, the list just goes on. Like it's a very relaxed, very cool atmosphere. I we, went
0: to Bottoms and worked. We call that the Platinum Corral uh-huh, uh-huh. rather yeah. than the Golden. Yeah, so, yeah. well, I didn't. Uh,
1: I, I went to I went to Bottoms.
0: Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> and then Friday
2: night was the 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 real fun. Now I have to give it to Brett. I was stuffed when I got to his house back to the house Friday night, even though I knew he was cooking. Um, I was at the Quail, and I had you know steak. From yeah, but you gave Wagyu You and, gave
1: huge money for your ticket, so yeah. you should have. Yeah, but yeah. Uh,
2: I get back. He's sitting in the driveway. He got a charcoal grill, fighting the ocean breeze, and cooks eleven excellent steaks. Nice. And we have a uh, couple really cool guys over, and I'm going to say their names
1: wrong, so I'm going to let him say that. Uh, We had David Morton and John Cramon and John's lovely wife, Christine. And we also had uh, Seth showed up and Invisible Timmy was there. Uh, Dave and his wife, Tammy. Uh, The the reason I keep saying Invisible Timmy is Tim was in and out so much for the week he was there trying to make sure that everything went well for Gateway Bronco that the couple who was with us, Dave and Tammy, didn't seem to... Thursday or Friday. They didn't for- think he existed.
2: They, they literally went by the Gateway Bronco booth at the Quail to meet him, and, it and he there. was at lunch.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah
1: this, is not a, this is not a real person. He's not around. Yeah, you're None faking it. But <laughs> because we took uh, my truck out there, and I knew I was going to cook for everybody, and I won't cook on a gas grill, I took a brand-new Weber kettle grill out there, assembled it, And cooked dinner on the sucker Friday evening. Nice. Uh, 11, 11 steaks, a couple of pounds worth of grilled mushrooms. Like I said, Tammy made roasted corn. We had bread. There was plenty of adult beverages to be had. And... It was a great evening. We had 11 people in that house.
0: That's awesome.
1: And it was a blast. We had a really great time. And it was a perfect capper for the end of the week. Yeah. Now, Saturday was... What was Saturday? Concourse de Lemons. Oh, that's right. Ah, and we, were, de we went to Lemons. <laughs> Rhonda had a lemon-covered dress. She had a lemon-covered shawl. She had yellow jewelry. She had a yellow patent leather purse. And people christened her the Queen of Lemons.
0: Oh, that's awesome. It was
1: really cool. We also managed to talk to Alan Galbraith while we were out there. Uh, He's the gentleman who created and organizes lemons. And we spoke to him ever so briefly about bringing it to Kansas City. He says he's still going to try, and we're going to help facilitate that in any way we can. And I volunteered both of you and a lot of other people without your knowledge.
2: (laughs) as long as he brings the VW horse that I rode.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I said VW horse. One on one. So I don't know what the frame came from. It looked like farm equipment. It had VW engine transmission in it. And then it had what looked like a metal carousel. It was a grown-up
1: size rocking horse.
2: <laughs> and and he rode it. with the I rode it with a motor and the amazing thing about it is the guy had done the time so like when you pulled on the um rains rains it activated the brakes
0: that's fun. It, was, it was fully that's operational Stupid
2: fun and this guy had like you, there were wires and stuff because he it was all like homemade pulleys and wires and stuff to make it do all this stuff but yeah it it, it was fun it was cool it, um
1: I was there about an hour after Ped took off, and I may or may not have taken lots of pictures of a questionably dressed woman riding this thing. That's awesome, it too. It was fantastic, <laughs> and uh, I don't think she realized at the time quite what was going on with her uh, her wardrobe oh, no, malfunctioning, no. but uh, I was there to shoot it, I Hot was there diggity. to shoot it, <laughs> and Then we went
2: to Meekum's.
1: Yes, well, you guys took off for Meekum, and I caught you when you were about wrapped up. Um, They may have had a little bit of uneven ground to the Meekum auction entry, and I may have stepped on some of that uneven ground and rolled my left ankle and spun around, literally, and landed on my can and put a softball size black. I said black spot on oh, one boy. of my buns. Boo. Uh, yeah. Well, and then, you know, you get to drive three days home sitting on that black spot. <laughs> <sighs> but Sunday,
2: go ahead. I, I was about to say, but the positive side was I got to be horribly, terribly wrong on the value of a car. Um, <laughs> so, we, awesome. so, so we walk into the high value tent and there's an original AC Shelby Cobra. I've seen dozens at this point. I love them. One of the greatest cars ever made. But I've seen them. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to focus on these other cars. I'm not going to focus on that. And we we shoot for a little bit, and I go in the main. They run that Cobra through. And the auctioneer goes 300, 400, 500, 700, 900, 1.1, 1.3. I'm like, wait, wait, that, that's the value. We're done. 1.5, 1.8, 1, 2.1, 2.5, 2.6. What? Literally this fast, and it hangs at 2.6. I'm like,
1: I, what the hell's up with this car?
2: So it was one of twenty-eight or twenty-nine semi-comp yeah. um, AC. So it's it's a factory the, SC car. So it's the main diamond on the holy grail of Ford cars. So it's not the holy grail. It's even better. It's the main diamond.
0: Oh my god!
2: And yeah, so it was. After I went back and looked at it, it, it was a spectacular car. But I was horribly wrong so
0: this, this, this a lesson
2: don't think you know everything because i would never even heard of one and yeah
1: there's another lesson to be learned out of the mecham auction uh once you've fallen on your can and bruise your butt impossibly and you're limping around feeling bad and you find a liquor tent there and they've got one of your favorites and you drink a bunch of it trying to dull the pain, and then your <laughs> wife drags you over to the jewelry kiosk where they're selling $10,000 necklaces, H- hobble away from your damn wife. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Get away from your wife. She's already got a, a necklace that I named Corvette because I could have had one of those instead, <laughs> and she's trying to double dip me. <laughs> well,
0: what kind of diamond is that? What is the uh, the level? It's a C8. Yeah. It, <laughs> God love you, Rhonda. You <laughs> just about got me, babe.
1: Uh, so, Sunday, Mr. Early Morning decides that he wants to get up while vampires are still awake and roll over to Pebble Beach for Dawn Patrol.
2: If you're in car week and you don't go Dawn Patrol, are you really a car person? Okay, what's Dawn Patrol? So Dawn Patrol. Dawn Patrol. Dawn okay. Patrol is Don.
1: insane.
2: It is the greatest single moment of stupid, high-expensive cars on the planet.
1: It's when so, they're loading up Pebble Beach with all the cars that are going to be seen there that day.
2: So to show up Pebble Beach, the car has to be uh, under its own power, drive onto the show field. Okay. So at 5.30, they open the gates for Dawn Patrol. You have some donuts. You have some coffee, thanks to Haggerty. Thank you Haggerty. Thank, yes, thank you.
1: Thank you everybody at Haggerty for everything all week. And then you
2: sit around and you stare at each other and you wait on the poor <laughs> interns to walk into the middle of the crowd with, with the Don Patrol hats. The um, there are these hats the, like baseball caps and yeah. the only way you can get them is be there at Don Patrol. And it's not who's first through the gate, it's not who's first at the donuts. It's who happens to be staying closest to Haggerty. Employee when John Klinger shakes his head, yes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> i I will say this for John this year. He was really well dressed,
2: yeah, so three piece suit so like a hundred hats for eight hundred people standing around, so it comes in it, it I feel sorry for the interns, but they have great futures, so not so much and then everybody lines up and there's a parade route, and the cars drive onto the field. You can hang out in the parade route well i always what well, I did this year is I shot the first two cars. Into the parade route, and then the field's empty, because and these cars are coming out. All the the chains are down, all the gates are all the fences are down. Okay. And there's not people under your feet. There's not other photographers. There's you know two holes of the Pebble Beach golf course, and there's maybe thirty people standing around. So nice. you have access to these cars, unlike you will for the rest of the day. Yeah. So you go shoot, you enjoy, you listen to the engines pull in. As the cars pull in,
1: you watch um, 13 917s roll onto the field. Yeah, things like that. You know,
2: it, it's it's a rough life. Um, yeah, sounds hard. You know, you, you try to figure out the angle to get the nine seventeen, the yacht, and the bay in the same frame. Like literally, um, I have hashtag choices. Yeah, yeah it, it's yeah. But anyways, and then um, yeah, that's what Dawn Patrol is, and nice. then the rest of the peons join you at like ten thirty, and it gets way too crowded.
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't even get there that early.
2: So, um, my favorite car from Pebble, there was a 917, nine seventeen. Believe or not, I, I know it's hard for y'all to believe that it was a Porsche. Um, but it was, it was. I'm appalled. It's owned by the Rev Institute. It was raced in '70. It was raced in '71. It's been raced ever since, off and on. Mechanically perfect, unrestored. But it's never been restored. It's got its original Martini livery from. Oh my god! Uh, painted liveries from 1971. It's the,
1: got cracks all over the body. It's cracks, got
2: battle scars, spider it's got webs.
0: It, it's so cool.
1: And it was sitting
2: in the middle of these 13 or so 917s, and everyone that went to that section, as soon as it caught the corner of their eyes, left the rest of them and went straight to it because <laughs> yeah. it's just got so much story and character yeah. and history.
0: It's a warrior.
2: Yeah, it's an
1: absolute warrior.
2: And then, of course, there were the you know there were several uh, Paul Russell car restoration cars that were absolutely fantastic on the field as always. And of course, the um, you can't beat the Bugatti S uh, fifty seven Sc uh, Atlantic. No, when that rolls on the field, everyone goes silent. That's that's a car that's one unparalleled the, the, the people in beauty. People
1: hold their v- breath when they see that thing. Um,
2: mm-hmm. One of three, they only had one this year at the show, I believe. It's only a car, that make model of car ever. That there's more of one of that's all of them's one pebble. Um, oh, good lord! Like it, they're this the paramount of elegance of that. Like it's the epitome yeah. of that era. Yeah. Um. So that I mean, and then you know you, you escape from there and you go to the Ferrari lawn where they had forty Monzas this year. <laughs> forty Mon. I'll say that one more time. Four zero. <laughs> forty. I'll say it differently. $85 million worth of Monzas.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh
2: my and God. then they had that shrouded with some of the original Monzas, um, Enzos, um, F40s, F50s, you name it. All the Halos were there, the 288 GTOs. Um, so pretty much all the – it was, it's just
1: – oh, my. <laughs> the thing that Pat is glossing over and probably the coolest thing that happened the entire time we were there is – he shot the McPherson College Restoration Program alumni pick,
0: oh, and there were nice.
1: there well, were probably forty of us in that thing.
2: So I wow. wasn't glossing this. this McPh- I was not glossing. I promise I hadn't forgotten you. That happened after the Ferrari lawn. Yes. So <laughs> after the Ferrari lawn, I go to Bugatti, and then it's one o'clock, which means we have to go take McPherson. College alumni. And that's one of the coolest photos, Like, and one of the proudest photos I have of the week. And it's because...
1: It's because I was in it.
2: It was because Brett was in it. That's 110%. (laughs) No, what's (laughs) super cool about that is the small town, let's be honest, it's a small town, in Kansas has 40 people at Pebble Beach, and all of them are supporting major collections, major restorations, media, like this... When you think about it, you don't think of a small town in Kansas being able to impact the greatest, what's considered one of two of the greatest collector car shows on the planet, and you have 40 people there. They're not there, most of them them are not there on vacation. They're there working because they're part of the core of this community, and It's amazing what they've done with that college and with that program, with the support of Haggerty and the Lindquist's and various other families. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: also you cannot you cannot understate or you cannot overstate the effect that Amanda Gutierrez has had on that pro- program and its promotion.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So,
1: uh, a fantastic week all all the way around. After Pebble, everybody's beat. We go home. We eat leftovers out of the fridge. We're trying to eat all the <laughs> eggs before we leave. I wind up making 14 omelets for us.
0: <laughs> On the Try, grill. No,
1: no. I'll Hard gr- to flip. <laughs> I, can, I can grill you a mean birthday cake. Uh, anyway, uh, I go home. We're all trying to eat all the food because we're leaving the next day. And Rhonda and I pack up all the excess groceries that we can haul home, you know, the non-perishable stuff, and it fills half a pickup bed. It just, (laughs) there's so much stuff left over. But really fantastic time. Had a great time having everybody in that house. Ped worked his tail off the entire week we were there. He never, ever sat still. Uh, It was... the sad thing was, I didn't really get a pal around with him much because he was working the whole time, but he did great he did great work, shot how many images you think? um I honestly don't know. I know it's a little over
2: four hundred fifty gigabytes. Jeez yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: damn dude. He filled a drive <laughs> so so
2: just kind of like qualify his work like normal leave house was five a.m the you only
1: did that two days every other day you were
2: earlier. I know. I'm I'm trying to be humble here. Yeah. You, <laughs> you,
0: you give great humble. Humble brag. And um,
2: <laughs> bedtime was 11 to 1230 or so yeah. um, p.m. Yeah. Yeah. And um, because because R.M. would not let me lay down in the showroom and take a nap. There were no naps.
1: There were no naps. Um,
2: oh. And But I will say, Tim from Gateway Bronco, if you're listening – definitely outworked me like he yeah, was gone he, and when i when i when I, I left in the morning and he was still gone when I, I came back i don't i don't i don't think he slept
1: we, we assume he just worked his ass off all week because we never saw him he may have had another house that he's sleeping in
2: that may have been the trick
1: maybe we ought to do that
2: yeah, <laughs> he's like i'll make it look like i'm working really hard because I, my boss is staying
0: with me are you I, kidding
1: i think tim worked his butt off no I, i'm
0: 99 percent sure he's a robot is yeah. what he is i mean the yeah. things they're doing out there with those cars are amazing yeah, he, people. he was uh
1: <laughs> tim was shucking and jiving all week long and so was seth and so were the guys from legacy ev rob and jason everybody really busted their ass the entire week and uh a Just couldn't have been happier with the group we had, or more proud with what Ped was doing. Uh, It was a great week. We've discussed possibly going back to Monterey sometime as civilians and not working it, and I just don't know that we could sit still and do that.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm I'm going to do it in 2022, but I'm going, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to just shoot Pebble. I'm still going to do Pebble as media mainly yeah. because it's pebble it's pebble and I don't want to lose a continuation on that relationship but 2022 is a guy's trip I'm gonna relax I'm going to enjoy the Concord on the Avenue without with the cell phone um, I'm, mm-hmm. you know I'm going to go finally go to the Monterey Aquarium the great one of the two in the top three greatest aquariums in the united states it's amazing kim and there. And they it said it's pretty cool
0: oh, it's
2: beautiful I, you know i've done Atlanta. i've done the national aquarium in baltimore um i'm looking forward to Monterey. we're going to do a guy's trip it's not like i said i'm going to credential in to pebble because it's pebble um but everything else i think i'm going to pay my way and be take a cell phone I believe it when I see it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've been speaking with Ped Watt of Watt Design Photography. All the social media links for Ped and Watt Design can be found on readthedriven.com. Ped, as always, and it's always a stone groove. I, I love hanging out, and I love going to car stuff with you. And, uh, you know, for a guy who does photography not as his primary profession, you sure work that, like, that is your everyday job. Uh, just, it, he worked his butt off all week long and he turned out amazing art. Yeah. Thank you so much for spending time with driven radio. We love what we do and we wouldn't be able to do so without the support of our listeners. You can find us online at driven dot com and read the com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at driven radio show and everywhere. Fine podcasts are heard. I am Brett Hatfield for ped watt and Mark Groves. Yep. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time here on Driven Radio.